At the third stroke, it will be time for the town hall tapes. Beep. 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 Shit the bed. Good morning, you're listening to Town Hall Tapes, a half-decent podcast talking about local government and community issues in Greenwich, or sort of today, and in Lambeth. Uh, Joining me this morning, because it is morning, is Jason Cobb. Hello, Jason. Blimey. Live, a live Town Hall Tapes, live as in I get to press the flesh with you, Daryl. Well, well, what a morning it's been. Yeah, so we, we, we'll, we'll skip around the details as to how we're being set up here, but please, we have some content, some stories to share. Has it been a fairly busy week for you on 853 Blog? It's been a busy week, but mainly with just one story, um, which we'll, we'll come and talk about shortly, I think. Yep. Never mind the length, feel the thickness, so what can people look forward to? So we can look forward to today, the more on the Good Practice Guide to Estate Regeneration. Woo! Um, a quite disturbing story, actually, about a... A blogger in Berkeley being pursued for harassment charge just for reporting on a libel settlement. And we'll also be talking about the cheeky scamps at the People's Audit. Oh, them again. Yes, uh, talking about the uh, how they're financing the regeneration of the Fenwick estate in Clapham. Yeah, all right. So I shall start off with uh, the Good Practice Guide to Estate Regeneration, which we mentioned uh, a few weeks ago on Town Hall Tapes. Sadiq Khan, the Mayor of London, the Labour Mayor of London. He's, that's a, um, a bus driver, isn't he? Um, all change, hoot hoot, yes. So we mentioned before he had his consultation, it was launched, really to find out the best ways that the London boroughs can go about regenerating estates. Uh, and he called upon um, 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 residents to, to send some, some ideas in, but also local councils. These were not made available publicly, but an FOI, a Freedom of Information request, has really flushed out uh, some of the ideas put forward by Lambeth Council. Ooh. So you may recall initially it was an idea put forward by Sean Berry, who is the Green Party Assembly member, mm-hmm. and she really was arguing that if your estate is going to be regenerated, uh, you should have the right for a ballot upon this, which seems fair enough. Lambeth Council don't really agree. So there's six estates in the borough which they have plans to regenerate, all at different stages in in, in the process. And this FOI, uh, yeah, has really put forward uh, what Lambeth Council think the way they should be behaving. Um, And surprise, surprise, it's not really in the interests of the residents living on the estate. Oh, dear. So some of the information that's come forward, they are against the idea of a a formal ballot. Instead, uh, Lambeth Council would rather gauge the views of the residents using that well-known tried and tested method of informal door-to-door knocking. Oh dear. Which itself is highly problematic, it's open to manipulation, Uh, it's not a very, very transparent way of really finding out the views of what your residents might think. Um, And there's no mention in Lambeth's response to Crassingham Gardens, one of the six estates which they want to regenerate. Uh, um, I guess that's because a High Court judge found that the process had been unlawful. I'm going to have to start all again from scratch, so there's no mention there. But there's a really, a really telling comment, a bit of a nasty comment, really. Uh, so if I can read out the quote, it says, We have experienced that formal groups can be taken over by a small number of individuals whose views and personal interests do not reflect those of other residents. And then the final sign-off, it adds that caution should be taken in using ballots. I don't think that's a response that Sadiq was maybe expecting. Does it really mean caution should be taken in using a ballot to perhaps elect Lambeth Council in, in, in May? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it's going to be a, a, a single issue because there's so many ways that the Progress Cabinet have, have fucked up in Lambeth. <laughs> but, but certainly, 
if, if you're if you're living around one of these estates that are being regenerated and they can't all be tarred with this with the same brush uh, the vague opinion on the south lambeth estate is from the residents there they are broadly in favor of it mm-hmm. um, and the plans that are being for, put forward they're quite in favor Cresskeam gardens uh, central hill estate are different matters um, and as we saw in the by-election uh, in 2016 around central hill then if you're the Green Party campaigning there, uh, actually calling for ballots, you've got a bloody good chance of doing well. This is the Town Hall Tapes. And next on this live version of Town Hall Tapes, we have a story uh, regarding Bexley is Bonkers. I I am not uh, trying to damn the fine people of Bexley, uh, but there's a blog called Bexley is Bonkers, and a bit of a bonkerish story... Um, 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 in involving the site, Daryl. Yes, don't normally do with Bexley stuff um, very often. Um, however, um, this is a, it's a serious and actually quite disturbing case, so it, it, it deserves some attention, I think. Um, so, um, Bexley's Bonkers is a website. It's run by a gentleman called Malcolm Knight. He's a 74-year-old uh, retired uh, BT manager who started Bexley's Bonkers in 2009 after a falling out with um, uh, Bexley council officers over some plans for a road... Um, near where he lives in Belvedere, Mansell Belvedere, Abbey Woodway, end of the Crossrail line, if you don't know the area. And um, he's, over time, he, he has particularly strong views about Bexley Council, but over time he's become the only person basically reporting on Bexley Council mm. issues because the local press, has, as we all know, with Rubbish. and died, indeed, yeah. Um, he recently reported the libel settlement that had been reached by a Bexley councillor called uh, Maxine Fothergill, Conservative. They're mostly right. Conservatives on Bexley. Yes, yes. Um, and in this settlement, which was read out in court, she admitted and apologised for defaming two business associates of her, of her property management business that's based in Gravesend. Now, Malcolm had dealt with um, this councillor um, a couple of times before. Um, it's quite a long story, so I won't really go into it. But uh, he then got a phone call from the councillor saying, yeah, please, you, know, you, you must take this down. Uh, you know, this, this, this is harming my reputation. And Malcolm's response was, well, this is news. I can't take this down. And uh, the situation escalated. And eventually, uh, and there was a letter from solicitors about a link he'd included to the, to the UKIP website. UKIP, a, a, a force where the councillor has a, has a seat. Because um, they, they kind of went a bit bit further on, on, on the story. I get the drift, yes. yes. Um, eventually, it, it, it ends with... It, it, it's, it has a, a phone call from Kent Police, because uh, Councillor Fothergill doesn't actually live in Bexley, she lives in the countryside, um, saying, uh, you come to Swanley Police Station or we'll arrest you. Right. And so Malcolm did as he was asked. He went to Swanley Police Station and uh, he was eventually charged with harassment uh, for writing about what happened for this libel segment of the councillor in court. Um, the case was due to go to court on Tuesday. Um, however, it was dropped the day before he was meant to be at Seven Oaks Magistrates. Um, it's a disturbing case on many levels. Um, Why was the case dropped? The case was dropped. The Crown Prosecution Service however, they re- reviewed ev- the evidence and found there was no realistic chance for prosecution. Um, I think without wanting to push it, push the line too much, that... You could have seen that as soon as he was charged, there was no realistic chance of prosecution. And what Kent Police were doing, heaven knows what Kent Police yeah. thought they were doing. It, it sounds like a huge waste of police time and uh, police resources. And you wonder if the local media was, was were, um, half decent enough to actually cover similar stories. Uh, would the councillor also then 
take the same course of action and would the police maybe summon any local newspaper to, to go and attend the police station and, and follow a same line of harassment? For me, from, from what you've been describing, Dale, it just does sound like it's harassment because this, this one hyperlocal site is viewed as a one-person thing and not part of a wider organisation, i.e. it's an easy target. And as you say, it's very, very distressing. Exactly, yeah. I mean, this is it. If, if the local papers, which is the New Shopper, based in Sutton, nowhere near Bexley, and the Bexley Times, based in Ashford, which is nearer Calais than Bexley, um, actually got off their asses and reported this stuff in the first place, There'll be no need for Malcolm to be reporting this kind of thing on his own side and taking the risks himself. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, these people are uh, as much to blame as the people at Kent Police that pursued him. Um, thankfully, he's you know, he's bearing up well. He's had he's had a very rotten time, Malcolm, and I think we will hear more about this um, in different outlets uh, uh, over the coming weeks and months. Um, but for now, yeah, Kent Police haven't commented on this, and nor has Maxine Fothergill. And. On Town Hall Tapes, by repeating this story, we're not expecting a knock on the door from the old bill anytime soon, are we? I'm just looking out. I hope not. Any strange phone calls coming? <laughs> this is the Town Hall Tapes. Next on Town Hall Tapes, it's the cheeky scams of the people's audit. Talking about a turf war between companies over the Fenwick Estate in Clapham. Yeah, the people's audit, the cheeky scams. Scams. Uh, as we have to refer to them, um, as we have to refer to the loss-making Pop Brixton these days. The People's Audit, wonderful, uh, a political organisation shining a light on local authority finances. Not just in Lambeth, uh, although they're heavily centred around there, but certainly some of the members are also doing similar work um, around Sheffield, which is quite interesting. But this week, the People's Audit published uh, one of their current projects, which is looking at the finances for the Fenwick Estate and the regeneration there, that's in Clapham North. Mm-hmm. It's, um, uh, again, Lambeth Council wanting to uh, um, demolish the existing housing stock and then condense more people in and, and build some new homes. Brixton Buzz, we reported in July of last year of what appeared to be a developer's turf war Whee! breaking out on the estate. Fight, fight, fight. And we weren't quite sure why. What we knew at the time was uh, that one company, Cara. Um, Kasavik Carson, who are, Carson. Who are, who are a, a, a developer. Tip my tongue. They were unhappy that Lambeth decided to award the contract for the regenerating the Fennec to uh, Mace, Mace Limited, another big, uh, large organisation. Mm. But the information we got, there was little really guidance as to why both, both companies were, were falling out with each other. But this FOI from the People's Audit really does shine a bit more light. So the People's Audit asked to see the finances and the ratings and the actual sealed bids from anybody that wanted to regenerate the Fenwick Estate. Uh, And that information um, um, explained how the original budget, the original scope from Lambeth Council was £5 million for the estate to be regenerated. Uh, Mace Limited won and their winning bid was £13 million. So £8 million more than what the original budget was. Uh, And you've got to be I suppose take a view here um, um, in these days also of Carillion, post Carillion, about necessarily having the cheapest bid isn't always the best bid. But the reason that this then escalated to becoming a bit of a turf war is because Kara Kasavik Carson uh, put in a legal challenge ah. because their bid was lower and they mm-hmm. thought their quality would also be sufficient or it certainly yeah. maybe even match what Mace, what Mace were putting forward. And a legal challenge was made. Lambeth Council then finally 
got a bit wise to, to, to the figures and the finances and realised that if they were to go down the legal route, it would cost them an awful lot more money. Uh, to date, they've spent £100,000 uh, on trying to halt the legal process. Uh, and now we're back at the drawing board. But the wonderful juicy bit um, to end. So for the People's Audit uh, mm-hmm. FOI, um, after Lambeth Council responded, they then, a few days later, then contacted the People's Audit with an email and they said... We would please request that you do not circulate this information and that you delete the file that was sent to you. Oh, so we haven't had this conversation then? This is this has all been a dream? Or... Well, those cheeky scouts of People's Audit, they did what they do, which is completely their, uh, their right. They published it and they did a report <laughs> explaining as to why the finances appear to be uh, uh, so crap for the whole, the whole Fennec project. Daryl, deep breath. Have you enjoyed this face-to-face, pressing the flesh, live town hall tapes recording? It's been great fun. I'm sure our studio audience has joined it as well. Sitting very quietly there. Uh, so people uh, who might want to maybe read more about your work online, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at 853london.com and on Twitter at Daryl1974. OK, um, I've got a few stories hopefully lined up this week for Brixton Buzz. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jason underscore Cobb. Uh, the town hall tapes. Yes. Where can people find the Town Hall Tapes? They can find us on iTunes, they can find us on Acast, or Acast, um, and they can find us on... Um, many other splendid, many other splendid audio platforms. And we would very much appreciate if you would, uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe, share this content. Thank you for listening. Cheerio. You have been listening to the Town Hall Tapes. Don't compromise, fight.